This is Be Known, and I'm Kara Faubacher. You're listening to episode 84. We were made for relationship, but so often our relationships are broken. And when our relationships are broken, we are broken too. One of our deepest human desires is to be known, but we often have lost ourselves somewhere along the way. This is a podcast to help you get your relationships back to a place of wholeness, a place of authentic connection where you feel truly known. So come on in and sit a while. Let's exchange fear for love and finally see what good relationships are made of. So if you're listening in real time, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. And as this podcast is about relationships, I was playing around with some things to talk about for Valentine's Day. I don't love zooming in too far on romantic relationships, specifically here in this space, because many of you aren't in one. And I always want to make sure all types of relationships are explored. So Valentine's Day is a tough one because it's so culturally focused on romance. I think that's awesome, P.S. If you're celebrating tomorrow with romance, cheers to you. I hope you feel loved and your partner does too. But I also think there's something else important to talk about because this day can be painful for many people, a day people often dread and they avoid, a day where tears are shed and grief is happening. I'm inspired by something my friend Kendall wrote recently. She said, sometimes it seems like everyone is just waiting for their life to start when they have a ring on their finger. Friend, please hear me say that's wrong. That thinking is flawed. Sam Alberry, in his book, Seven Myths About Singleness, highlights the common beliefs that singleness means no intimacy and no family. Alberry speaks from his personal experience of deep, intimate connections and family ties that contradict this myth. But how many times do we force ourselves into living these myths? I know I have found myself there, believing that I'm alone because I'm not married, and that I have no relationships worth celebrating on February 14th. Then Kendall says this, I don't know about you, but I want to redeem my relationship with Valentine's Day. I want to celebrate because there are so many people I love who love me so well. So what if we reframed the way we think about love? What if we challenged the narrative that we can only celebrate romantic love? What if we pushed back and dared to celebrate? You guys, I love this. I love that she's stepping back and seeing the relationships in her life worth celebrating. The love already present in her life. Why not, right? Why not celebrate the people in your life you love and who love you, even if those relationships aren't romantic? This is such a great way to reclaim a day that may bring up so much pain and anger in you. It's saying romantic relationships aren't the only ones that matter, because they don't. But here's another side of this coin. I think in us all, there's a longing to be seen and known and loved intimately, I think we all have at times desired a partner if we don't already have one, and if we're honest, really want our partner to do things for us so that we feel loved and chosen and seen and known, right? On one hand, I think it's 
great practice to name how people in your life already see you, know you, and choose you, romantic partners or not. And even better, to recognize there is a God who sees you. But on the other hand, I think we allow ourselves to desire these things. We do. We allow ourselves to desire these things. But what if we approached the meeting of those desires from a different angle? Author and poet Rupi Kaur, if I said that name correctly, I don't think I did, but anyway, she wrote Milk and Honey and a few other things. She gives this example in her book called Healing Through Words, and this is in a section called Date Yourself. She says, I have a friend who's always wanted a dude to buy her a diamond ring. After her last boyfriend cheated on her, she realized waiting for a man to buy her a ring was pointless. She could very well get one herself. So she got herself a diamond. Some of my other friends have bought their first homes on their own. Others buy themselves flowers and take themselves out to dinner once a week. She asked this, what are some things you've always wanted a partner to do for you that you could do for yourself? She writes this in this great book. Like I said, it's called Healing Through Words. It's a guided journal, and it is so great. I highly recommend. But this is powerful right here. If you do or don't have a partner this Valentine's Day, regardless of it all, I think this is so powerful. If you don't have a partner, why not buy yourself flowers or chocolates or whatever it is that people get on Valentine's Day? This is, you know, our girl Miley sings about this in her new song, Flowers, by the way. But yeah, like, why not? Why not get yourself some flowers or take yourself and maybe a friend out to dinner? Why not celebrate Galentine's Day or do something for yourself you've always wanted a partner to do for you or with you? I know it won't be the same technically, but it's still really life-giving and it's still worth celebrating those things too. But man, let me also speak to those with a partner today. So many times I hear people in my counseling office talk about the loneliness they feel in their romantic relationships, the things they want their partner to do for them, the ways they feel loved and chosen and celebrated, and maybe the pain of the times when their partner's not doing those things well. And there's a lot of grief in that. I think if you're sifting through unmet longings this week, whether single or in a relationship, it's okay to grieve those unmet longings. That pain is so real. But for those in relationships, why not do some of those things for yourself too? Just like those not in relationships. And I'm talking about romantic relationships specifically right here. But why not? Why not do some of those things for yourself that you've longed for your partner to do? Why not take yourself on a trip or buy something nice for yourself or, or whatever it is? Maybe it's even speaking kind, affirming words to yourself. Now hear me, okay? Hear me. I'm not saying right here that you can meet all of your own needs. That's impossible because your needs for connection can't be fully met on your own. We aren't islands. We need people. And if you have a partner and your partner isn't loving you how you need or want, it's time to communicate that, my friend. But you can consider 
what it'd look like to show up for yourself in the ways you've longed for a partner to do, how to honor your needs and do something kind for yourself. So today we're allowed to celebrate romance, absolutely, if you are celebrating that this week. Again, cheers to you. But we're also allowed to celebrate the other loving relationships in our lives, and we're allowed to love and date ourselves well too. Cool? I want you to know if you're in pain due to a romantic relationship or lack thereof, your pain matters. You're allowed to feel what you feel and name what you feel, and you're allowed to long for more. But I also hope that you'll lean more into the relationships you have with others, and with yourself, and with God. In that pain, I hope that you'll lean into those things. To see that some of that connection you're longing for is right in front of you. As always, you know, I'm so thankful that you have chosen to sit a while with me today. I trust that celebrating the love you already have and learning to love and date yourself, sometimes too, will help you take a step toward wholeness so you can finally see what good relationships are made of. And just a quick heads up, I have for a while been sending out the Monday Minute as a companion to each podcast episode, but due to shrinking time margins in my life, I'm having to pause that for a while. Boundaries with our time are some of the most important boundaries of all, and this is one I need to have for a bit. And y'all know how much I love boundaries. I'll still send out some monthly newsletters, but for now, we're saying goodbye to the Monday Minute. There is a season for everything, right? And who knows, maybe I'll bring it back one day. To finish up for today, the transcript for this episode will be on the podcast page on my website, karafabacher.com, where you can find some other goodies and resources. And if you're ever wanting to have more resources or more information about a certain topic, shoot me an email at info at karafabacher.com. A big thanks to my friend Robert Hargrove for creating the music for the show and Tammy and her team at Wildfire Creative Company for editing. Until next time, friend. I'll see you soon.